This episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by Red Moon Road and Hillsburn at the Park Theater, Wednesday, April 18th. Red Moon Road will be debuting brand new material for their beloved hometown fans, and Hillsburn is a five-piece indie rock band from Halifax, Nova Scotia. Doors at 7, show at 8, and tickets are $15 in advance or 20 at the door. So it's kind of an unwritten rule with this podcast that the only partners we work with uh, for these promos at the beginning of the episodes are, you know, organizations, venues, bands, labels, businesses, anything that I kind of personally uh, promote and agree with and would like to support. And if you're a regular listener of the podcast, especially to the live episodes, you probably heard me complaining or Ryan making fun of uh, my old man knees. So basically, I have arthritis in my knees, and until now, I've never really had anything that will deal with the pain. A friend recommended that I try a CBD product on my knees. Uh, CBD is a non-psychoactive component of the cannabis or hemp plant. I tried it on my knees, and and it was unbelievable. Uh, I can't say enough good things about how well this worked. Uh, As someone who does a lot of walking, especially outdoors in inclement weather in Winnipeg, it's night and day in terms of my ability to just go and do what I want and without having to deal with any annoying aches and pains in my knees. So I'm very happy to bring on Low Cloud as the newest partner for Witch Police Radio. Low Cloud Incorporated is Winnipeg's premier legal CBD online retailer. They carry a wide variety of products, from CBD oils to vitamins to pain relief to even skin care. They'll ship right to your door, no medical card or green card needed. You just have to be 18+. plus. All of their products are derived from industrial hemp, and their products are rated top three in the world for purity, sitting at 99.9%. Check out their website, lowcloud.ca, for testimonials in their blog, for some great educational pieces, as well as their massive variety of products. They ship Canada-wide, and also do local private delivery. Please use my code CBDWITCH for 15% off your first order. And if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you may remember an episode we did a few months ago with producer Jordan Voth. Stay tuned after the episode to hear a new track by local band Alone I Walk, courtesy of Jordan. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of first podcast network. Welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam. I'm in the food court again, which seems to happen a lot lately. <laughs> and uh, this week I'm interviewing uh, Ridley Bent, who, uh, I guess, what we want to talk about is you have an album coming out and a big show happening at the Park Theatre, which exactly. will be the week this episode comes out. So it's all going to be very, t- very timely. But um, I was about to say, starting off, that like, oh, you have a big show in Winnipeg, but you've been here for a while now, right? Like, I have. This how, is my home. Okay, how long have you been at uh, Winnipeg? I moved here in 2008. Okay. So, yeah, since then. Almost 10 years, I guess. So, yeah, so a long time, yeah. Before that, you were, what, BC, or...? Yeah. Okay. I was in Vancouver for about 10 years before that. And what, uh, what is the reason for coming here? Was it musical reasons, or personal reasons, or...? Personal reasons. I fell in love with a woman from... From here? From here. Okay, yeah. okay. And, um, have you found, uh... I mean, I know it's been 10 years, so it's not like this is a new thing, but, uh, how have you found the, the, the music scene here? I mean, it was a very welcoming when you first came in, and you felt yes. like you were kind of part of it? It's very welcoming. It's an amazing music scene. Yeah. A lot of good players, a lot of good bands. Well, and especially the style of music you do, too, right? I mean, Winnipeg has always been very heavy on a few different kinds of music, but the roots, country, folk, all of right. that stuff that fits together, sort of... Yeah, when I talk about music scene, I'm talking about my scene. Right. And it's not that I don't... I really just don't know. I don't know what the metal scene's like. Right, I right. I know the roots and country scene is good. It's right. huge, yeah. So I think it always has been. I'm not sure what it is about the prairies, but for some reason that's always kind of the the vibe. So um, is this your first CD in a few years now, right? Like the last one would have been, what, 2014 or so? 
I think so. Okay. I think three years. Okay. Wildcard is my last one. Right. So that was a few years back now. Yeah. yeah. So what has, uh, I guess, what has changed since then as, as far as your sound goes for this, this new record? Yeah, this is a new sounding record. Okay. And basically the changes, I've dropped a few instruments. Okay. So it's not as, there's not as, there's no fiddle, there's no piano. Okay. Okay. Um, it's you know, we were going for more of a 70s country. Right. Uh, Burrito Brothers Okay. okay. Yeah. is what we throw around a lot. Uh, yeah, steel guitar, lead guitar, those are the two main uh, cool. lead instruments. Okay. Was that um, was it a conscious decision to get rid of the, the piano and the fiddle and go that route, or did it just sort of develop uh, naturally? No, we wanted to do this record like this. Okay, okay. So, as far as, like, doing shows, sometimes I will get a piano player, sometimes right. I will get a fiddle player. Okay. When you're playing, uh, I guess, older songs that were, you know, had that more involved in the sound, do you have to change them up significantly on stage to, to play them? Yeah. But is it, is it... You know, it's still... What it does is, like, it brings forward the lead guitar and the steel guitar. Right, okay. And the relationship, the musical relationship they have. It, okay. it, it's nice. Okay. And you mentioned the Breeder Brothers. I mean, is that just the kind of stuff you were listening to when you sort of developed these songs, or how did this come about? Well, this... I would say this is a collaboration more than any of my other records okay. with the band. Okay, okay. So, and Chris Dunn, uh, the lead guitar player, probably the main co-writer on the record. Okay. Is, um, yes, he comes from that school. Pierre Prairie League, uh, Burrito Brothers, right. uh, Sweetheart of the Rodeo. Okay. Yeah, so writing with him and just talking with him about how he would, how he would want to, what his sound would be. Okay, okay. So, Cool, and so yeah, that's I mean that's definitely right in the '70s kind of almost psychedelic-y kind of country stuff, yes. right? Yeah, with the ridiculous yes. outfits. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, we need to get yeah, those. you need to get the suits, right? <laughs> For sure. No, that's cool. Um, how long have you been working on this? I mean, you know, given there's been a few years between. I'd say two years. Okay. okay. I'd say two years. Is that more typical for you as far as time between records, or? Um, I'd like it to be less. Okay, I guess everyone probably would, right? If you, yeah. Yeah. I'd like it to be one year. Right. Right. Yeah. Is that uh, so? Is the reason for the length just time working the songs, get, getting working with the band, that sort of thing, or is it? I guess it's just uh, motivation. Okay. The you know you gotta you gotta when you when you make a new record you gotta find it somehow. Of course, yeah. yeah. And then sell it. Yeah, <laughs> and then do the tours and everything <laughs> between. Yeah, for sure. So you can't just make records. That would be nice. Well, you could, I guess, but it's not gonna <laughs> <laughs> not gonna get much money out of that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't really make a career out of so, just. So yeah, we're gonna. Try to sell this one, make enough money to make another one. Okay, cool. Keep, keep going. So, uh, how many people in this current band have worked with you before? Is it mostly the same guys, or is there a complete switch? Over? It's a lot of the same people I've been using from uh, Winnipeg. Okay, it's since you've been Chris here. Chris yeah. Dunn on lead guitar, like I've mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Ken Campbell on steel guitar, and he does some mandolin. Okay. Uh, Kevin Torkelson on bass, and Joanna Miller on drums. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. And now they've been on the past few, I guess, since you've been in town here, or how, how many have you had since Winnipeg? They haven't been on the... Chris has been on all the records. Okay, okay. And this is the first time for the other okay. the other three. But they played in your band. But they played in my right, band. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. And then you're uh, you're doing a big release show at the Park Theatre. Exactly. On, on the 5th. And, yeah, uh, April 5th. Cool. Is, have you played local shows recently? Um, um, I, I feel, haven't, but I... I, I feel haven't. like I haven't seen your name come up, you know, on posters or anything in a while, so... I haven't. No. Not too, not too recently. Probably have been a year. Okay, okay. But... Um, yeah, the Park Theater, April 5th, um, Kevin Roy. Yeah, Kevin Roy, he's been on my show a few times, actually. Oh, cool. Awesome guy. Yeah, he's opening the show. Cool, cool. So, yeah, it's going to be a great night. Cool. Sink your fucking screen. 
shit sink your fucking screws I don't work for free and I ain't got time to lose Sink your fucking screws, kids, sink your fucking screws You ain't coming back tomorrow if you don't sink your fucking screws There's a T-square in the corner you might want to learn to use If you don't cut your line straight, I'm gonna cut you loose I know your dad is a friend of mine, but I'll can you on the spot You better either sink your fucking screws and punch that clock Sink your fucking screws, kid, sink your fucking screws I don't work for free and I ain't got time to lose Sink your fucking screws, kid, sink your fucking screws You ain't coming back tomorrow if you don't sink your fucking screws Sometimes we use an eight. I hope your back is strong enough to carry all that weight. And don't sink your fucking screws too much, you know the paper will break. But sink those fucking screws, cause my wife hates me when I'm late. Yeah, sink your fucking screws, kids, sink your fucking screws. I don't work for free, and I ain't got time to lose. Sink your fucking screws, kids, sink your fucking screws. You ain't coming back tomorrow. Sink your fucking screws Sink your fucking screws, kid Sink your fucking screws I don't work for free And I ain't got time to lose Screws, kids, sink your fucking screws. Cause if you want to fucking drywall, fucking sink your fucking screws. I mean, you kind of mentioned it earlier too, with the the sound of this one is a little different than the previous one, and even going back through your records, it kind of I mean, the country is always there, but you've sort of shifted in styles. Is there sort of a, a style of country music that you kind of see as as your your style that you've developed, or is it just sort of always changing with what you're influenced by and what you're what you're hearing? I would just say that it's not pop country. Right, right. It's not kind of the new country sound that is coming out of the. Um, Top, you know, the top radio country radio. Sure, stations. yeah. It's more of a classic country sound. Okay. And yeah, it focuses on songwriting. Yeah. And yeah, that's been my strength. Okay. Probably, probably my whole career. And yeah. So. Well, your songs seem very story heavy. Like yes. a lot of them. So what's? Uh, I mean, is that just naturally how your songs have always come out? Or I feel like I write story songs better than other songs. Okay. I guess. Yes. 
is it is it always been the case, or do you, like do you have to actually sort of sit down and say okay, like do you plot it out? I guess maybe more as a as a writer would for for you know a fiction. I know what or, you mean. Yeah, it's like it comes differently every time. Okay. Do I say I'm going to write a song about a gunfight? Right. Sometimes. Okay, and it just then, then it goes from there. <laughs> yeah, right, sure, sure, sure. Or yeah. Sometimes I'll get an idea for a chorus, mm-hmm. a nice melody, and I think, okay, I got to write a story that makes that that uh, melody and that um, lyric work. Sure. Okay. Okay. Is it usually lyrics first, or melodies first, or just a mix? It's it's both. Okay. It makes it's a mix. Okay. And on the new record, is it also fairly story heavy as far as the, the songs go? Like, is there are there yes. are there any themes that kind of run throughout it, or it's like a working man's okay. um, partying record. Okay. Yeah, it's a good timing record for sure. Well, it's good. Sweet. <laughs> That's what you and want, there's right? some, yeah. yeah, there's some old. There's a western. Okay. There's, um, yeah, there's a card, card playing song. Cool. Those seem to be kind of standards, right, for, for, the, for the genre. Like, yeah. yeah if, you, if you know my country yeah. stuff, it's, yeah. there's, there's not a big break in themes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What uh, I guess what drew you to that stuff in the first place? I mean, you know, especially country is obviously huge in Canada, but I mean. There's so many other things going on, and country obviously has its roots in the U.S. Sure. So, you know, someone coming from one of the southern states, it makes sense. The country is just kind of what they're immersed in. But here, there's so much more going on. Like, what what drew you to that in the first place? What drew me to it was was playing. Okay. If, if you go back all the way to my first record, it was very urban. I was rapping. Yeah, you, yeah the hip hop thing with yeah. me for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing that. But um, a lot of my friends, a lot of the musicians I were hiring, they had their own bands, and they were usually alt-country okay. roots bands okay. and so going to their shows made me want uh, to have an outfit like that sure okay because I, I just enjoyed the shows I like okay. enjoyed the steel guitar I enjoyed the uh, you know there's a lot of storytelling in country music sure yeah. maybe more than pop music oh I would uh, think so yeah, yeah. yeah so that part of it drew me to it as well okay is hip-hop still something that you are interested in like I mean because that seems like a, I listen heard, to a lot less of it okay, okay. but I still do write um, in a rapping style right for some stuff well that's a very storytelling genre too of course yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah. in fact it's probably easier to write a story song as a rap song because you can use more words yeah, I guess so. <laughs> in the time allotted, you could fit more in there. For sure, for sure. So, but you you kind of switched more to uh, straight up country after the first record, though, right? Like, really? it, yes. Yeah. So was that yes. just again? You're saying you kind of just wanted to get that sound that you were seeing people do, and yeah, that's the kind of show I want to put on. Okay. Um, you know, playing in the city, it's very mixed. You can play a lot of different shows. Playing in the country, they want country. Yes. Yeah. Is what goes over. Yeah, it makes sense for sure. So yeah, touring the touring Canada. Um, yeah, when you're playing the country and you. And you're playing country music, That's, you're having great shows. Sure, sure. Do you uh, do you get people at shows wanting to hear some of that older stuff? Like, do you still bring some of those older songs? Yeah, absolutely. In? Yeah. That's probably my most successful record. Yeah. My first record. Well, when, when I you know heard we we're gonna do this conversation, I, I remember that record. Like, I mean, I'd, I'd heard here and there bits and pieces of the other ones, but that one I definitely. Yeah, it was kind of a slow grind. It wasn't successful at the time so much. Right. It's kind of slowly built up so that I it's a bit split about fifty fifty of my fans of. Uh, Ridley Bent from Blam and fans of yeah. my country uh, stuff. Okay. And that's, you know, it's probably because less people, there's a lot of people that just don't like country. Sure. So, a lot of people don't like country or rap. That yeah. seems to be the and thing. Which country <laughs> has still guitar, no thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Um, so those are the one, Those are the people, if they do like me at all, like my first one. Sure, okay. And yeah, there's a lot of them come to shows and they request those songs. Yeah. When I play those songs with a country band, they sound they sound amazing. Okay. So Does I it, will be playing some of those at the park. 
but it'll be mostly the new music. Well, that's why you're, you're releasing yeah. a CD, so obviously mm-hmm. you want to, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'll play there. Cool, cool. Do you, and not to do well, I'm sure you've answered so many questions about this rap country thing in the past, but do you, um, like, do you change the style of those with the current band, or do they sort of stay exactly the same style as they were on the record? No, it's us, it's us basically uh, playing those songs. Okay. And structuring them however we want. Okay. But, so they don't sound like the record, but the story comes across. Right. People that know the lyrics can sing along. Right, okay. Um, yeah, I think it sounds better myself. Right, because I guess it's more the style you mm-hmm. kind of If you're just it. like kind of pump it in a car and you want to hear bass and drums, yeah, the record sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, when you're doing it live, you can't often get that without a DJ. Sure, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Where did you record this new one? Was it here in Winnipeg, or did you go yeah, somewhere? Yeah, uh, out in the country, Glenboro. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. Was there an actual studio out there? Or yeah, my, my steel player has a studio. Oh, nice. Okay. Campbell Studios. Cool. So, Great studio. Yeah. Well, it, it was interesting that you would record, you know, a country album in rural Manitoba. Is that, does this environment come off on the record? Like, do you, is there anything about I it that so. kind of bleeds through? I like? hope so. It is my first made in Manitoba record. Okay, okay. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's all we're all like Manitobans, sort of. Right. Even if we weren't born. Transplant, here. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Cool. I think a lot of a lot of the sound of the record was us jamming it out. Yeah. And um, yeah. So cool. And it's the same band gonna be playing at the, the show and everything at the same band. Cool. So Ridley Ben and the Killer Tumbleweeds is the new name. Is that on the record it's too? It's kind though? of the name of this project. Okay, okay. So if you see my, if you see me performing as Ridley Bent, maybe yep. I won't have the Killer Tumbleweeds with me. Okay. And if you see me as performing as Ridley Bent and the Killer Tumbleweeds, this is band. It'll be this. Band. Okay. Do you play shows on your own as well, like solo shows, or is it always with some kind of? I do band? do shows. Yeah? yeah. I enjoy them. How does that change? I mean, obviously, just you're limited in the amount of instruments you have. You have it's to rework very the songs? focused on lyric. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. My guitar playing is passable. Yeah. I'm not a virtuoso. Right. Um, well, you having amazing musicians to lean on is obviously sure. a lot of fun. Yeah. But yeah, you can. The strongs are good enough that you can strip them down to a, a house performance and just okay. solo and acoustic. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the being a virtuoso isn't really the point when you're sitting there doing a solo show. Sometimes. Anyway, so it could Sometimes be. Are, people are so good on guitar that you just go watch them play guitar. That's true, actually. Yeah, yeah just mm-hmm. sitting there in a chair playing guitar for <laughs> sure. Yeah.
the mainstream radio sort of country so what's what's the audience for this like who um who are you hoping to appeal to with this record obviously you have your existing fan base that's been with you for for a while yeah my existing fan base um i would say drywallers (laughs) (laughs) the working man the working man yeah uh anyone that likes country music especially the old stuff okay okay um if you like you know as far as the shows go if you like dancing to old country music We put on a show where you can dance, you can partner dance, you can two-step, you can, right. you know, West Coast swing, that kind of... Okay. Okay. That's the kind of audience I like to see. The dyed-in-the-wool country kind of mm-hmm. audience, yeah. 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 Instead of just people coming to the front. Yeah. Well, something that's interesting, I guess, about that is that, I mean, a lot of that audience obviously covers all ages, but you could definitely appeal to an older crowd with that. I mean, especially in all the rural communities, there's a country show, everyone goes, <laughs> the whole town goes. Yeah. So All that... ages. I mean... I, I'd say the shows I like doing most are festivals. Right. And they are all ages. Yeah, for sure. You see kids dancing. You see, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Like country-specific festivals or just festivals in general? Um, I get hired for both. Right. So, music festivals. Um, you know, we can put a full-on rock set together yeah. if yeah. I want to. <laughs> and I guess if you want to. And I've to. done, like, you know, the, the rock show in... Uh, Peachland. Okay. So I've done cool. all, all kind of music. Like so it's very, uh, you can move it to the audience and fit it to the audience. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so uh, how has your reception been um, with this new material? Have you played it out at all or is it all... Um... We haven't played it out at all. Okay. Okay. This will be the first time. That's pretty pretty exciting, I guess. Um, yeah. As far as like people hearing the record, they yeah. I've only got good responses. That's good. <laughs> That's what you want, right? Yeah. Of course. What cool. are they going to say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have to wait till I read the reviews. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So none, none of this has been played. Like not, not a single song has been played. No, that's not true. Okay, we've been throwing in a few songs. Okay, yeah, uh, shows. Okay, mm-hmm. has that, you know considering again the sort of time between between records, um, did these songs still feel fresh to you? Like I know, I know obviously because they're, it's about to come out and you're going to be playing them live. But have you? A lot of time I interview people on here and they've they've written something. They're already on to the next. And, and they're already on the next thing, right? They've already moved on. It's like these songs are two years old or whatever, and now it's like it's fun to play them because the album's coming out. But their brain is kind of in the other. Yeah, no, I'd say these are the freshest ones. I've okay, been. I do have some new songs. Those are obviously the most fresh. But, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, no, these are they're fresh because yeah, we are we're still rehearsing them to, to get them just right. Right. Okay. Okay. But is there a single from the record? Or is that still kind in of... my head? Right. Yeah. 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 Would, yeah. Which of the songs would you kind of consider to there's be? There's two. There's two that I, that are coming out. Okay. There's Sink Your Screws, which probably won't be a single on radio. Okay. Because I do drop some f bombs. Right. Depending um, what radio it is, I yeah. guess. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's a song called Pretty Little Self that I turned. I think uh, turned out really nice. Okay. 
And there's a good... I was talking about a song about a gunfight. There's, yeah. there's a song called Hangtown. Okay. It's been around a while because I wrote it a while ago with a friend of mine. He put it on his record. Oh, cool. Okay. But, um, yeah, I do it a little different. It sounds great. Cool. Who's, uh, who's releasing the record? Is it self-released or do you have a... You work with um, I'm working with Americana North. Okay. And they're distributing. Okay. So it's not a record deal. Right. So it's an independent... Uh, release. Right, okay. But they're distributed. How, how, have you, how have you done that before? Has it mostly been the same kind of idea where independent release and then working with a distributor? Or? Uh, I've been, I was originally with Maple Music. Okay. Then I was with Open Road. Okay. Um, then for the last one, Wildcard, I was with the Independent and um, Americana North. And okay. This one's going to be the same. Does that work out well? For, like, has it worked out well previously for you? It's, you know, it's, um, it hasn't really changed. Right. Since right. I lost the label. Right. Mm, Maybe I'm getting played less on the radio. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah. There was a guy that was a radio guy. I don't think I have that guy to say anymore. Right. But, yeah. Okay. Well, the, the reason I ask, too, is because like the way things are now, everyone can just release... I mean, obviously, there's, there's more to it than just recording and releasing, but... The, the possibility for people to do things independently is, is so much greater right. than ever was before just because you can just put it out there, right? So, That's right. And so. social media. Yeah, exactly. You know, it has a, it's a new machine. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be the same way as it used to be, but mm-hmm. so you can still succeed on it, which is right. cool. Right, yeah. and even like the people, even the record companies have to do things different. Sure, yeah. So yeah, it's everybody's, it's always, it's always changing. Yeah, yeah. How have you seen, uh, I mean, has it been uh, an impact on you having... You know, performed as long as you have, just sort of seeing the way the music business changes and the way maybe radio changes and the ability to get on the radio changes yes. and things like that? I mean, I could be a little better at Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> I think that would help my career. Right, maybe, yeah. And I have seen, I have seen that, you know, when it just started and how much it helped yeah. and now how it's like basically the, the best way you can yeah. promote anything. Well, some people don't even release... An album, they just here's links to everything in this. I mean, in crazy. fact, I had to have that conversation with yeah. myself. I'm like, Am I gonna make CDs? Yeah, CDs are kind of old school, yeah. But you know, a lot of cards still has CD players, yeah. A lot of people buy CDs at shows, so. I do all the time, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's a cool way to listen to a record is to have the CD listen to it in your sure, car, yeah, you know? yeah. Well, and it also gives you the ability to uh, to sequence the record too, right? I mean, because if yeah. you're listening to just individual tracks, it doesn't matter. But if you're actually putting something out with a tracks in a certain order, right? And yeah, artists think about it. Think yeah. about that part of it. Is that is that important? The way that the records consumed to you, like, do you? It was very difficult on this record. Yeah, I think. Um, but it is. I I put it together like it's a set. Right. Okay. You know, okay. If I was just doing this music, it had to be a set. That's what. It, that's what it would sound. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Um, how, do you, how do you listen to music now? Do you still listen to physical stuff, or are you fully digital? I still listen to CDs. Yeah. Um, the, still, the car listen is, I still think it's the best. Oh, totally, yeah. Um, there's Google Play, you know, you can yeah. just choose an artist and listen to their playlist. I think that's a cool way to do okay. it. I just spent 10 days in the desert, 115 degrees. It's hotter than all get out, but that no longer bothers me. I'm a half a mile from Hangtown, my sweet Aloma day, my favorite lady on the line. I'm coming your way one more time. Well, a man rides up on a blue dun, a silver star on his sleep. He says, I'm the law around here, son, and I'm asking you nicely to leave. I said, why don't you just ask me nicely? To shoot myself to doll rags If I don't get me some water soon You know, I won't even last till noon He said this town don't cotton 
artists locally that you've kind of since uh, again you've been here for a long time I get that but that you since you've been in Winnipeg that you kind of feel a kinship with that you've like you know feel like you fit in with such and such group or, or these group of artists in the city I mean because like, there's a big scene for country in Manitoba in general right so True. do you have kind of you know like minded uh, people you've discovered that I think the times changed that High whole Lonesome scene Club, yeah that whole scene it's just such a great scene it is it's very cool yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I just recently saw Kevin Roy there. And yeah. He put on a great show. Yeah, he's awesome, yeah. Um, yeah. I was also just visiting Little Miss Higgins. Okay. She's got a great band, great songs. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so many. Cool. Did you pick Kevin Roy to be on the show? or was it, I did. Yeah? Yeah. What is it? I mean, he's another guy who does very kind of storytelling style with his, his lyrics. Uh, what is it about him that kind of appealed to you? Well, I knew he had just kind of, you know, kicked his career into gear. Yeah. Um, 
I had remembered a night that we had together where we were just swapping songs. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's what made me think of him. So okay. I gave him a shout and he said yes. Awesome. That's good to have local and local on the same bill, right? That's always, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Have you uh, have you played the park before? Yes. Yeah. I think the last time I played Winnipeg was a park. Okay. Okay. So you, yeah. It's, it's a great venue. Awesome venue. Uh, yeah. I think it sounds amazing in there. Yeah. Um, they treat big artists well. Cool. And it's about the right size. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. It's kind of taken. Um, it was sort of the, before the park was around. It was just the West End Cultural Center was sort of that space, and now there's there's more venues opening like the park, which is great. I mean, right. it's been a while since they've been open too now, but it's like I don't know the exact numbers, but I think the West End is maybe about 400. I think it's a bit bigger, yeah. And uh, park is 300. Yeah, something like that. Know, but I'm guessing. Yeah, both good venues for what you do, I guess. So for yeah, sound-wise, right. yeah, for sure. So, um, when is the album actually coming out? Is it being released on the day of the show? Yes. And is that going to be Friday released? after? Okay, okay. It's going to be in stores and stuff too at that point, or is that sort of still? I wonder. I don't know if it'll be in stores, right. but online, it'll be no. available online. People can get it, okay. And they'll, if you want the record, come to a show, I'll have records. Okay. Is this the start of a tour? Um, the tour doesn't start till August. Okay, okay. Yeah. And where are you going on the tour? Um, there's an Ontario tour and a BC tour. Okay. Um, right now, there's still like five shows each, but uh, we're building them. Cool, cool. Do you, have a, do you still have a big fan base in BC? Yes. Yeah. BC and Alberta are still my best okay. provinces in Canada. Okay. What about, uh, is that just kind of a Western Canadian thing too? I mean, obviously you have the, the roots there, but, I mean, do you find that your music goes over well in the prairies in the West versus the East, or are you still big in Ontario? I think it's BC because I used to, I started my career in BC. Right, so you have and that, I toured yeah. a lot of BC, Okay. so I built it there. Alberta more because it's country. And yeah, they love it, yeah. They love the country. Yeah. I do well there because of that. And I just haven't been East much. Okay. You know, it's hard it's difficult to go there and well the distances are so huge yeah, yeah yeah okay cool um, so do you want to just remind people when the when the show is and uh... the show is on April 5th okay it's at the Park Theatre uh, yeah Kevin Roy's opening up um, I'm going to have an amazing band with me there's going to be a lot of good dancing cool and yeah it's going to be an amazing time and the CD is called the CD is called Ridley Bent and the Killer Tumbleweeds awesome
Diesel 98 47 AK Plus the one I already drank Damn, got big bad tires On the back of my truck I feel like I want to light them up But I wonder if I should I just smoked an eighth of the head And I feel as good Let's go Hey folks, thanks for listening to the episode. Hope you liked the conversation with Ridley Bent. Here's an exclusive Alone I Walk song called Growing Up that'll be on their new album Wander, provided to us by producer Jordan Voth. They're opening for Paris at the Garrick Theatre on April 29th, so check them out. You woke up and walked away from all your promises Gave up your hopes and you gave up your dreams for nothing Chased it for so long But now it has all gone Woke up in fear and you let it all disappear Now you lost it all Let it slip away It's an easy choice to give up everything I've done I've never had the chance like you So why don't you run? It was your dream and you believed So why'd you give up so easily? I like growing up, get to me Now you lost it all You let it slip away
up your dreams for nothing.